The best, Jerry, the best. <laughs> okay, the song starts <laughs> right now. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into, uh, uh we get into our six degrees. Wow, man! Uh, I, I forgot up. how to do everything. We get into uh. our six. Hey, you tried doing this. Remember uh, when you tried not too long ago? You yeah, get through it, it was terrible. <laughs> we get into our six degrees of Tom DeLonge. If we did it, it's where we connect the band of the week to Tom DeLonge. I didn't do it, but I did. Did it. you do it? Yeah. We did. Okay, so we'll get into that first. But then after that, we are going to. Uh, rank all of the albums from the bouncing souls from worst to best we're going to do 12 of their records even though i don't think volume two should be on this list but whatever on wiki it's considered an album which is dumb there's i don't think volume two should be on this list and i don't think the good the bad and the argyle should be on this list but uh, okay this but is what we the do good, the bad and the argyle have a better have a better reason to be on it but anyway moving well, on it doesn't um so yeah we're going to rank all 12 time. albums give our biggest banger from each of them and um yeah so let's uh, let's jump right into. Oh, uh, while you're listening, well, go to well, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us well, five stars. Five stars only. Don't be a jerk. And uh, if you didn't already know, I am Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. So let's jump into the six degrees of Tom DeLonge. So what do you got this week, Jeff? Go. This was uh, this was an easy one, right? Brian Brian Keenland, the bass player, who's in the band called Beach Rats, that just dropped an album last year, which is really good. Yeah, check it out. But it's also, it's like a super, super group, punker group um, with Brian Baker of Bad Religion. Brian Baker mm-hmm. from Bad Religion recorded many albums with one Brooks Wackerman, Brooks mm. to Tom. But this was when I, uh, this wasn't when I realized that Brooks had a brother that played with a lot of fucking well-known musicians. Um, another pickup I got, I realized that Brooks had a brother that played on, or played with Zappa and Steve Vai. And I was just, that was crazy. Uh, that's just fucking that's nuts cool. to me. A family yeah. of just extremely proficient, proficient musicians. Proficient, 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 proficient. proficiency. <laughs> yeah. So then right, I got another one. one. I got another one. Okay. You ready? Here we go. What do you got? Yeah, I'm ready. Pete, 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 the guitarist who's also in Beach Rats, but I didn't go that route again. The guitarist who has done some type of guitar work with this guy Brian Fallon. Brian Fallon, mm-hmm. who's most famous for leading the Gaslight Anthem band, who is our now back, actually, as of like yesterday. I think they dropped a song yesterday. Oh, damn. Um, but yeah, Brian Fallon, Gaslight Anthem. Brian Fallon's album, solo album, Sleepwalkers, featured drummer David Hidalgo Jr. David Hidalgo okay. Jr. was in this hardcore <laughs> band called Bullet Treatment, which I guess had a revolving door of guest musicians by design. Um, one of them being Tim... Tim from Rise Against. I don't know the fuck how to say his last name. Tim McIlrath. I have no idea. From Rise Against. Whatever. Tim Tim did a guest appearance on the album My Shame is True by Alkaline Trio. Damn, man. Which has Skeebs. This is Skeebs a deep blink. one. Blink to Tom. Wow, look at that. that. That was a really deep one. I liked it. That one I did through Discogs. So it was even, oh, okay. it was even more tough. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think that would be easier, actually. Discogs would have been easier. 
It's it's because uh, there's more information on Discogs generally, yeah, but, but sometimes they don't they don't they don't list on albums that that nobody I don't want to say don't care about, but lesser known albums. It won't always list the other musicians that play on it, especially if it's a uh, solo album by an artist, like Regina Spector. Okay. Maybe if, if nobody knew who Regina Spector was, it wouldn't list who played bass on the album or who played cello on the album. It doesn't always okay. do that for like lesser known bands. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I I get that. Yeah, that's what I got. That's what I got. That's what I got. All right, cool, cool. So uh, let's jump into our album rankings, where we rank all of the bands. All of the what? Hold on there, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is already a mess. We barely even started. This is where we rank all the albums from whatever band or artist we're doing for this week. And uh, yeah, we're doing the Bouncing Souls. So we're we're gonna rank twelve records, and we're gonna start with their worst, give our biggest banger from it, and then move on. So what do you got for your number twelve, Jeff? Go. You know, just just off the cuff here. If I if I found a magic lamp and I had like one wish, even I don't want to be greedy. If I had said one wish, <laughs> I would wish that it was commonplace for bands that go on tour together or play a show together to sit in the back room before they go play and do a six degrees of Tom DeLonge with each other. <laughs> That's it. Okay. That's my one wish. That's what I want. That's it. <laughs> That's a fucking weird wish. Is that too much to ask? I don't think it is. Oh, it's not. It's not. I don't think so. Okay. All right. So yeah. So what do you got for number twelve? Volume two. Um, they're eleven. So volume two and and the good, the bad, and the argyle are are listed as albums. I don't know why. I don't think either of them should be. But volume two. Here we go. It's their worst. Their eleventh, two thousand twenty. I don't know what this is even supposed to fucking be. I don't know who asked for this. This was released just after the world shut down for COVID. And I love these guys. I love a lot of their stuff. I've seen them way too many times. But this is stupid. Mm-hmm. This is stupid. These songs just don't fucking translate well to acoustic. And they barely even do them fully acoustic. So I just, like, what are you doing? What's the fucking point? I don't know. I don't know what this is supposed to be. I don't know who this is supposed to be for. There is one new song on the album. It's called World on Fire, which mm-hmm. is like, dude, given the release time frame, so cheesy. So fucking cheesy. <laughs> it really is. Uh, I don't know. I, I this was this was dumb. No banger. I I say anything. The song was pretty solid. It was strictly acoustic. It was done well and it translated fairly well. But eh, I'm just kind of grasping at yeah. straws here. All right. So this is also my my number twelve volume two. There's no reason for this. Like you said, who wants this? Nobody wanted it. It's not. <laughs> for they're this? not. There's nothing great about these versions of the song. Like. I, I just, I don't know. I, I have nothing good to say about it. It's just, it's pointless. Completely fucking pointless. It, this shouldn't be considered an album. Why is it called Volume 2? I don't know. <laughs> it's stupid. So let's move on to number 11. Number 11. It doesn't deserve to be talked about anymore. Uh, what do you got? Number 11. 10 Stories High. Their 12th album. See those? 11, 10, high. 12. Yeah, this is, their, this is their newest album. that came out this year. And I, I I didn't hate it when it first came out. I don't hate it now. It's just there's nothing here for me. They, they do ballad songs here. They do ballad songs well overall. They really do. But this just seems like phoned in, a placeholder to stay relevant. And and I just enjoy this so much less. The last track, Higher Ground, was kind of solid. Mm-hmm. It starts off fucking atrocious, but finds itself <laughs> with the Ten Stories High song. <laughs> it just it, yeah. Oh God, dude. I don't know this. Yeah. Again, like who asked for this, guys? Come on. Yeah, you're kind of right. So my number 11 is Ghosts on the Boardwalk, their eighth album from 2010. 
it's it's not a bad album. It's a bit slow. It's probably like their slowest record. Um, nothing too exciting. Uh, I don't know. There's nothing bad about it, but why would I ever go and listen to this when I have so many other better albums to listen to? Yeah. Like, am I really going to get nine or ten albums deep and then realize maybe I want to listen to more Bouncing Souls? No, no. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. So I just, I, I have no banger off of this one. I don't think it's a memorable record by any means. Um, I don't think the artwork's particularly cool. I like the, I like the title of the record, but outside of that, the record is just pretty lackluster. It's just, it's not necessary at all. So what do you got for number 10? Number 10, Ghost on the Boardwalk. Okay. This there was, uh, this was tough because this is like that, this is like that album that's just completely forgettable. There's nothing bad on here. I can't remember a time where like, damn, this fucking sucks. But nothing was good. It was all just milk toast, boring. So I, I <laughs> that's I, your new thing, huh? Milk toast. Yeah, because I, I just I don't know what that means. <laughs> Isn't it? I think it's just toast, right? I don't know. Why do you say it then if you don't even don't know, know what it means? Because I, I think I think milk toast is like I think people put like shit on top of toast. They put like I don't want to say milk. Because that's gross, but I think it's like a, a mixture, like a creamy milk. I think it's like okay. So it's literally yeah, a thing that's just boring as fuck. Yeah, but you actually put bread in it. It looks like it looks yeah, like you, um. You pour it over toast. Yeah, white bread, cinnamon, white sugar, vanilla ax, uh, extract. Come extract. On. Extract. <laughs> I mean, I would try it. I've never had it, but I mean, it's but, exactly as it's described in the in its name. I wonder if but this the is like word a British milk thing. toast is like a is, is just it means like a boring person I think or just yeah. like somebody weak. That's what I read. that's that's what the slang term is. Yeah. So I don't know. I wonder if, like, if this is a if this is a British thing. Let us know, Skip. Is is, is milk? It sounds like a British thing. And if it's good, I, can see that. I need to know if it's good. It sounds fucking disgusting. I would try. Come on, dude. It it, it sounds kind of good. Dude. I hate milk. I love Ugh. milk. Oh, uh, whole milk, whole milk. Hell oh, yeah, dude. dude. I'm are, down. You're a monster. I am down for some whole milk monster <laughs> i love that shit that's disgusting milk is so damn delicious oh man okay anyway oh and two yeah. um the ghost on the boardwalk mm-hmm. do you have any do you have a banger off this one no i don't remember any i i could not even tell you one song from this album <laughs> same here i don't know how they could play this song in its entirety and why people would go to go see it um i probably still so go. I know. Well, no, we went. We went for the Anchors Away show. We saw Anchors Away and the Gold album. Yeah, that's what we saw. Okay, yeah, which um, is cool because they played Gold. We walked into fucking the Gold song. Yeah, we, did, we got yeah. there. I don't want to say we got there late, but we we walked in as they started the Gold song. I was like, wow, this is fucking dope. Yeah, that's right. That that's right. Um. Okay, so yeah, my number ten is the Gold album, seventh album from two thousand six. And uh, I think this is they, they went a little more alt rock on this one. There's a lot more acoustic guitar, more ballad kind of stuff. They really kind of went into the ballad stuff. Um, I mean, they're getting older. I kind of get it. They want they don't want to play as fast as as aggressive, even though they were never really that aggressive. But this seems like more of an alt rock, almost like singer songwriter kind of style stuff, except for the gold song, the opening song. It's the only it's the only song that sounds like what we knew as the Bouncing Souls. And uh, it's fucking catchy as hell. It's playlistable. It's it's one of their better. Like it's probably a top, it's probably a top ten bouncing soul song. I love 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 Easy. that song for sure. 
But yeah, the, the album overall is pretty lackluster. I would never get it on vinyl. I would get the seven inch for the gold album, but or for the gold song, but I would never buy this record. So what do you got for number nine? I also have well not also, but I have the gold the gold album, the gold record. Okay, we're pretty much on the same. So this is their so like this is why I don't like the good, the bad, and the argyle because the whole point of this coming out, um, it was supposed to be like six, 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 and this whole thing, and it's their sixth album for two thousand six, the gold record, and it was this big thing that they did, but they don't the band doesn't consider the good, the bad, and the argyle their first record because it's a compilation of EPs. So comp- all songs yeah. have all been released, so it's silly. But the gold record, whatever, it is. It's crazy how amazing this starts. This starts. Like you said, top ten souls, easy. Would not even would not even disagree. And yeah. I, it just fuck, man. It falls so flat afterwards. There are some other bangers on here that I like a lot. Like I like Lean on Sheena. That's a staple in their live shows. Super solid. Fun to sing along to. Even like Letters to yeah. Iraq. That's a pretty dope song for the time frame that mid two thousands era. Like the whole Iraq thing. That's a little cheesy too. But they did it. It was nice, and uh, they had a lot of like fan kind of uh like interaction with it and it was it was cool um but i wouldn't buy those on the vinyls either and that yeah. sucks because i really want the gold song is it is there i wonder if there, there has to be a seven inch there's seven inch band there's got to be one we'll look it up later though we'll look it up later i'll look it up right or you'll now. probably look it up while i'm talking um so my number nine is 10 stories high their newest record 11th go. record from 2023 just from like last month and um this album's good uh, I, I think I just need to spend a little more time with it. It has some some faster songs. It's not, I mean, it's fine. I think I would get it if it was like 10 bucks, $12. I think I'd get it. Like if it was a good sale, like on Rise Records or something, I'd pick this up. It's a good listen through. I wasn't bored. I will agree though, that first song is like, God, it's stupid. The 10 Stories High song. It's really kind of dumb. My banger on this one is Back to Better, uh, just because it's one of the faster, more punk songs. It's It's a solid song. Um, overall though, like it's just, they didn't need to make this crucial moments was a better, was a better EP or a better, you know, group of songs than 10 stories high. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't want to say it's phoned in. It's just, I don't know. They could have done better. I feel, I know they have it in them. I know they do. Especially after we saw them last year at uh, Punkin' Drublick, they got it in them. Yeah. uh, so that's my number nine is 10 stories high. What do you got for eight? All right. Everything else I either have or I will. No, I think I have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everything else mm-hmm. I have, I have on the vinyls and I, I, I enjoy, I love, I like, but number eight is the good, the bad and the Argyle. Their so first low. because it's, it's just, there's no sequencing here. There's nothing going on. It's just, it's fine because it's just a bunch of EPs they threw together. Yeah. So like some it. of these songs don't blend together and there's clearly like style changes. Um like going from the I like your mom all the way down to like neurotic. These are both absolute fucking bangers of bouncing soul songs, but they're a little bit different. So the flow is kind of weird and that just comes mm-hmm. with throwing songs from EPs onto a record. And I don't uh I mean I love all these albums. I I listen to all of them on Spotify and on the vinyls. It's ever comic and I got it today. But <laughs> dude, I love I love the good the Ben Largo. It was uh I don't know. It's great it's it's a banger it is a banger it is it's a good fucking album do you have a do you have a banger off this one i would say probably neurotic neurotics neurotics a fun one it's i think that's one of the earliest songs 
I think Jill really? Lies is the earliest song that they have. Because I remember then when they played Jill Lies live on the live album, they say this is the, <laughs> the longest me, song. Almost died. When they play the live album, they say that Joe Lies is the earliest song that they have played together. So I think Joe Lies is the earliest song they have. Joe Lies is good. I like your mom. I mean, that's fucking, that's so funny. I love that song. <laughs> I want to, I, I like your mom. I want to marry her and be your dad. Like, that's just fucking weird. It is. Almost as weird as like 14 by the Vandals. Just like, you know, just weird, dude. Just weird. Yeah. <laughs> but it has that snottiness too. I, I love the snottiness of it. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, that that's your number eight, the good, the bad, the argyle. Yeah. Uh, my eight is Simplicity, 10th record from 2016. Um, this is another one that's kind of forgotten um, within their discography. There's absolutely nothing bad about this this album. I like this album. I have it on vinyl. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's just a really solid output from the band. They kind of, it's kind of like an extension of Comet. This is almost like the B-sides from Comet, but... I don't want to disrespect the songs by saying they're B-sides because they are, they are really good, but it's still very much in that same vein of it, more pop rock centric. Um, but the songs just aren't quite as catchy as the Comet stuff. So it doesn't, and it also doesn't hit quite as hard, you know, from like a more punk or hard rock, not hard rock, but more punk standpoint. Um, I got two bangers. I want to be bored because it's one of the faster songs and I love, I love me a fast song. Um, the lyrics are really stupid and I love that. Another one is Writing on the Wall. It's kind of a ballad, but it has some really cool sing-along moments on it. Um, so those are my two bangers. I Want to Be Bored and uh, Writing on the Wall. So Simplicity, my number eight. What do you got for number seven? Go. Comet, number nine, 2012. Killer album. There's a lot of great songs here. Even the filler songs are fucking better. They're better tiered filler songs. Some of the better songs are either like pretty damn catchy, straightforward punk songs in the vein of like hopeless romantic while other songs are strong ballads that kind of still keep a heavy edge. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. This was, this was produced by Bill Stevenson. So we're big descendants fans now. So Mm -hmm. a lot of that makes sense because he, he still keeps that descendants kind of punk edge, but then he really tries when he produces albums to do something more bigger, better. And so Mm -hmm. there's all of that here, but the triple threat of fucking, we love fun infidel and DFA like that. (laughs) Dude, that's like top really tier souls right there. Like that, that one, two, like three punch. Throwing is it fucking back, man. Unreal. It's unreal. a great throwback. Fucking yeah. Love so it. I, I, I got this one. That's, that's very reminiscent of like an Ole type of song, which is <laughs> very is. bouncy. Oh, that's good. I, I got this on the vinyls today. I came in the mail today. It's supposed to come next Saturday. It came so early. Damn. That's surprising with their yeah. stupid postal service. Yeah. All right, cool. Comet, Comet, Comet is your number seven. My uh, my seven is The Good, The Bad, and The Argyle. First album or compilation from 1994. Um, I agree with you. The sequencing is weird because, you know, it's. I, I pretty much agree with everything you said. I just think it's a little bit better than you do. Um, and I don't know. It's it's It doesn't quite have the m- melodic stuff from, you know, Summer Vacation and hopeless and stuff but it's just a good punk record honestly a really good punk record my banger is i like your mom because the lyrics are just so fucking dumb and i do like love that baseline that that it's a solid fucking baseline um some cool covers too i i forgot how like there's like two or three covers on this on this compilation as well so that's pretty cool 
They do a lot but, of covers for like comps too. Various, I mean, punkers and their comps, right? They do a lot of, of covers um, throughout the years, just on various comps and live things. They just they do a fuck ton of covers. Yeah, yeah, they do. So yeah, it's my seven. So what do you got for six? Go. Six is simplicity, and I just thought this was a little too bit high. better than Comet. Um, I thought I thought musically these songs are very reminiscent of like the Gold Ghost era. But like the okay. melodies are are like classic souls that we love, and everything is is just way more fun and and lighthearted than Gold and Ghost. Whereas I think Gold and Ghost just took itself a little bit too serious, and even like for the Bouncing Souls, because they just ne- I don't I feel like they just really don't ever take themselves seriously, and that's why no. they're so successful. But that <laughs> era, those two albums are just. Ugh. Um, but there are a lot of ballad type driven songs here. They're just not stupid like the Golden Ghost stuff. Euphoria, dude. True. Euphoria is my fucking banger, dude. I love the way he's screaming. Euphoria. God damn, man. It's such a cool song. And Simplicity, <laughs> I thought so I was I kinda went forward and backwards and I had comment above Simplicity, but Euphoria Euphoria made me edge it up a little I put bit. It over. God, I love that song so much. Son of bitch. <laughs> All right. That's your uh, that's your number six is yeah. simplicity. My six is Anchors Away, sixth album from two thousand three. This one uh, this one has just grown on me over the years. One of my favorite Bouncing Souls, actually. Now it's on my it's top three Bouncing Souls is on this is on this record, and it's Blind Date. I love how aggressive and heavy this song hits. It's I I would argue this is probably the heaviest song they've ever put out. It's, it's pretty unique. Heavy. It's a really heavy song. The drum tone on this record is so obnoxious. It's almost to the level of St. Anger. Just a little quieter, but it has that same kind of like keg sound, you know, hitting, Love hitting that the keg with a bat. sound. So good. <laughs> I like it sometimes, and it works on this record, but Blind Date is definitely one of those songs where, damn, dude, that that snare drum cuts through really, really loud. Um, but Anchor's Away, man, it, it's, has, it has a great combination of the fast stuff heavy stuff melodic stuff it's just a it's just a solid solid combination and 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 i do love this record i think that this is probably this is the coolest artwork they've ever had this and maniacal laughter are the best is the best artwork okay. by far and um i don't know man i just love this blind date is my favorite sing along forever is another god dude that is that that's some like maniacal laughter or like self-titled kind of melody going on there on sing along forever <laughs> so i fucking good. love that song so much but damn dude blind date i that that song is always playlisted for me i absolutely love that song so anchors away is my uh is my number six so okay. what do you got for five number five is anchors away for me hell yeah this one this one took me the longest to to kind of fall in love with and i will say it's it's this low because it is a, it is a little top heavy um yeah it, if the entire album was like this, like the first half, it would just, I mean, it, it would be competing for the top three spot. And, and, you know, like in a lot of ways, this album is very, very heavy and, and chunkier than, than how I spent my summer vacation. Like they're, they're throwing it back to kind of like the early days, but putting like a spin on it that we've never really heard them do before. These mm-hmm. songs just get lower and they dig into the heavier side of their, their punk rock sound. Melodies are still strong, fast paced, like punkage is still there. But overall, the tone is just darker and more, more melancholy. Not quite like hopeless romantic, but it's there. Not not as well crafted, I should say. It's hopeless romantic, but yeah. it's there. There's some serious bangers on this one. 
they, I think like Inside Out is one of the heaviest songs that they've done too. I, I think that yeah. just goes in and out of the punk rock to just really heavy rock sounds so goddamn well. But it hides it. It hides it enough to not turn off like like lifelong Souls fans and then to like accept everybody else and it's kind of on the fence about him. But yeah, dude, Sing Along Forever, man. That's, that's probably my favorite. <laughs> sing because, Along Forever. And I'll get into it later on for album of the week. But like this week, man, I just... I need my Balancing Souls kick. I need to go see him live because <laughs> Sing Along Forever, that's just such a cool fucking song. Everybody gets into it. I know, Everybody I know. live gets into it. And it's just unreal. The crowd <laughs> just goes fucking crazy. I know, oh, man. And God. we're going to see him in October. Yeah, we're going to see gonna, him in October. I'm going to buy my fucking plane ticket and say fuck it. Yeah. Commit. So I'm sure we'll talk about more about the show on the main episode. So, um, yeah. So Anchors Away is all is your number five. Yeah. So. yeah. Very, very cool. So my number five is Hopeless Romantic, the album of the week. So what's your number four? The Balancing Souls. The Balancing Souls, The Balancing Souls. Those fucking New Jersey mooches. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I guess I, I have to start saying negative things here just so I can differentiate these because I think my top four are all perfect albums for me. Like they're all just Oof. through and through. I really do. And... and uh, the Balancing Souls, The Balancing Souls. It's their third album, 97, or their second album. Came out right after Maniacal Laughter. It's a little all over the place with sounds and styles. It's it's kind of just an album full of random songs. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't think it's like B-sides, because a lot of these songs are nothing like Maniacal Laughter. They're taking a lot of a lot of liberties, like the Toilet Song, like uh, East Coast Fuck You is a very weird song for them, too. And then like Chuck Attack, <laughs> that's like them doing a skit. And that's the dumbest fucking skit too. <laughs> like one of the only skits you've ever done. But yeah. I don't know. This is it's crazy fun. It's iconic souls. I just think like sequencing wise, this is just really thrown together. And this is not as thought out as the top tier souls. This is A tier, okay. not S tier. Alright. That's fair. That's fair. Sequencing wise, I, I I kind of agree with you on that. But low but low life is uh that's a top three song for me for souls. And that's really? that's my favorite on here, yeah. I've always thought, like, even, like, as a as a kid in camp, my origin story, but I always thought, like, dude, it'd be cool to own a bar called, like, Low Life and just... <laughs> That'd actually be pretty sick. But, like, nobody would ever go because it sounds like shit. Like, you would never get any fucking, like, respectable female in there <laughs> because it sounds like a garbage bar. It does, <laughs> so but it's fun. still cool. It still sounds really cool. Low Lifes. Oh, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> God damn, there's fucking helicopter flying right over my house. What is going on here? Low life, baby. Low life. I fucking living in the South ending. Central. What's going on over here? Come on, no, dude. Just the ending to low life when they just keep singing and the last two, the last two notes, it's ding ding, and then Greg goes low life, and that's it. <laughs> ends. So good. Solid stuff, man. It is really good. All right, my uh, my number nine or number nine, uh, nine, four. My number four is Comet, their Comet. ninth record from 2012. Uh, this one. It, this one feels like it's the sequel to how I spend my summer vacation. It has the pop stuff very well written. Uh, it's not boring. There's nothing that gets too aggressive because summer vacation is still a little bit aggressive. Um, but this is just like the pop, the pop brother, the pop sister of summer vacation. Comet is really, really fucking solid. I have a lot of nostalgia attached to this one for some reason. And uh, just the songs are really good. The only one that's kind of, it's not a stinker, but the weakest part is the last song, Ship in the Bottle. Um, it's more of like an acoustic, 
kind of like a gold album song. Uh, but everything else hits pretty hard. Coin Toss Grill, it's a ballad, but I don't give a fuck, man. That song is so much fun to sing. It's so catchy. Um, my Bangers, Baptized, Infidel, those are the two best songs. Starting the album off with Baptized is so... It's a more it's a faster punk song, a little heavy, and but it's fucking catchy as hell, man. They they absolutely nailed the catchiness on this record. I would say more so than Summer Vacation. The only thing that makes Summer Vacation better is that it has the speed and the intensity, but Comet absolutely fucking nailed the melodies and the catchiness. I fucking love Comet so much. It's a fantastic Com- record. Comet's a good one. It's a surprise. It's like a dark horse. It's surprising. It is. Good. Nobody fucking talks about this one too. Like this is a this is a forgotten banger from this band because everybody talks about the '90s bouncing souls up through Summer Vacation. That's what any that's all everybody talks about is Summer Vacation and Prior. But Comet, man, that it's such a fucking solid record. I love this one. So that's my number four. So what do you got for uh, number three? Number three uh, would have been my number four, but this week it, I, it grew on me. So that's that's the album of the week, Hopeless Romantic. My number three. Okay. All right, my three is The Bouncing Souls, The Bouncing Souls. Third record from 97 or second, if you're kind of... The Bouncing Souls. Keeping up here. Um, this this is just... Okay, so Maniacal Laughter is just a punch in the face. It's aggressive. It's it's nuts. Um, this album, the self-titled record, is is more refined. It's, it's a little bit slower, but it's still really aggressive, and it's still really fucking fast. It has a little bit more melody. Um, like you said, the skit, the shark attack is, is stupid. It's just fucking dumb, <laughs> but it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, my banger is East coast. Fuck you. East Cause coast, I mean, fuck you. how can you not love, love, love to sing the song? It's, it's so much fun. Every time they play, they play this live every time we see him. Every fucking and time. The pit goes absolutely fucking insane. Dude, there's 50 <laughs> year old guys in this pit just losing their goddamn mind to this song. It's, it's, it's insanity. It's fucking insanity. Oh boy. So, the bouncing souls, the bouncing souls is my number three. Mm. So, what do you got for two? Number two is how I spent my summer vacation in yeah, two thousand one, fifth album, okay. mature output from them. Maybe their most mature, both songwriting wise, but also style. This is just a well crafted album. They really tried here, and they tried in hope it's romantic, but the musicianship wasn't there the way it is in how I spent my summer vacation. The singing here is not always the same. There's different styles thrown out there that we don't see almost ever again, too, from Greg. Um, just mm-hmm. in the song, like, Gone, we hear a bunch of, like, different deliveries from Greg. He's going all up and down, like, his vocal range. And the album is sweet, sequenced absolutely fucking perfectly. It's littered with fast punk songs and slower ballad stuffs to kind of, uh, I don't know, keep you engaged, keep you intrigued. And this was... I don't know, this was the first time we saw them like start to produce their own music too. This was the first album that isn't. I don't know. It, this is the first time they they had a hand in doing it. They kind of did it with the with with Bouncing Souls, Bouncing Souls, a little bit, and and our Good and Bad and the Argyle EP stuff. But this is the first time they did it all on their own, mm-hmm. and uh, well, not all on their own, but mostly on their own. I don't know. Mantham, that's my that's my banger. I mean, Oof. all all day it's gonna be Mantham, but <laughs> honestly, it it could be gone and and. It, it God, could Gone be, is such a great closer. It could be Late Bloomer. It could be Streetlight Serenade. It could be any of these fucking songs. 
you're throwing out a lot of good songs right there, man. Yeah, I'm dude. It's it's a fucking banger of an album. It really, and I is. like this artwork. This is my favorite artwork by them. Really, I, I like it too, but I I wouldn't say my favorite. This is my favorite artwork by them. I think it's just so fucking vibrant. It's so there. I like the graffiti style of all of the all the 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 font. I love it. All right. I mean, okay. I it is a little too bright for me. But it's still really cool. I and the graffiti, it's it's cool. I like it. I do like it, but definitely not not their best. Not their best artwork. All right. So that is your number 2. Mine is Maniacal Laughter. Second album from 95 or first, depending on how you think about it. This album, it's short, it's punk, it's aggressive, some amazing sing-along moments. The album clocks in at 23 minutes. It's quick, it's done. <laughs> and you're like what the hell just happened what did i just listen to it's it, it is a perfect punk album through and through a perfect punk album here we go it's, it, this is so good i don't this has uh, i don't know if this is my favorite bounce this might be my favorite bouncing soul song because it at every single moment it sounds like this song is about to fall apart like it, it, it just it's pure chaos nobody really knows it, nobody can really keep up with one another it seems but it still works. And, oh my God, dude, that song is so incredible. It's so much fun to sing. And, it's, and they always play it faster live. They do. And I don't, I don't know how they get away with it. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I mean, it's not like a thrash, like super heavy. You know, It's not like one of those songs, but it's just, it's just yeah. chaos. The song is just fucking chaos. And it does not let up at all. I fucking love that song. I love this album. I love how, how short it is. I love the artwork. Like I said, this and Anchors Away are their best artwork hands down i i love it love this album to death and i mean this is a perfect album maniacal laughter is a perfect album without a doubt it is come on dude. come on so uh what do you got for your number one number one maniacal laughter unfortunately or maybe not that unfortunate but this won't this won't ever be not my number one it's just really? it's too nostalgic for me it really is there this is this is someone that I mean, i'll talk more about it with my origin story but Dude, this album is, is fucking perfect. There's, there's, like, all my notes are about the origin story. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. But Argyle is my favorite Bouncing Soul song. Um, Johnny X, Quick Check Girl, fucking every goddamn song here is a certified banger. It's a perfect yeah. album. This is one of my top fives all time. Maniacal Laughter is really? in my top five albums of all. Yes, always. I always, I always thought, I don't know, I always thought Summer Vacation was your favorite by them. No, Maniacal Laughter, dude. This is, this is in my top five albums. That I would, I would, uh, I guess top five desert islands. Is that what people always would say? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Five desert island albums. This is this is it, dude. This is one of them. And, it's so uh, fun. It's unreal. I mean, it is they start with Lamar Vinoy. Come on, it's so much fun to just say the say the name Lamar Vinoy. And I, <laughs> I don't even care if it makes me like gatekeepy or whatever. But like at, yeah. at soul shows, and you throw your hands up in the air, and you do an X with like your wrist right above your head. That way they play like Johnny X, the ballad of Johnny X, and sometimes you get Johnny X there if he's at that show, he'll he'll sing it too. And even like they have an <laughs> instrumental here, Moon of Raspberry, and it's it's a yeah. fucking instrumental and doesn't really go anywhere, but it's so goddamn catchy, it's so fun. And it's in between Born to Lose, which Born to Lose, fuck Born man, that's such lose. a cool song. And now sings, I'm losing you. He sings, he sings like <laughs> shit too. He does. It I can't so bad. believe you're gone. <laughs> Oh, dude, this is just, this is a perfect punk album. And the way he says, now I'm losing you. And then everybody comes in with the, hey, oh, hey, oh. hey. 
It's it's incredible. It's it's yeah. so simple. It's so fucking simple. And then here we go. Man. Here we go. I mean, when they play "Here We Go" live, it's he his cadence is a lot cooler than it is on the record. So yeah. when I hear the record, I just automatically think of like the way he sings it live and the way they do it live. But the way God, he barely moves on stage bear. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and just the worst frontman ever. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh man, and the BMX song too. You forgot about that one. Fire money, you buy new BMX. I don't know how many eat next. Oh, I hear that, brother. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> All right. My uh, my number one is How I Spent My Summer Vacation from 2001, fifth record. This is, uh, fuck, man, they really hit their stride with this one. This is perfectly melds the pop punk with, the, with everything prior. It still has that edge to it, like you were saying. Everything is so well-crafted. Um, the melodies are perfect. Like you said, in gone, he's kind of all over the place vocally, but it's just, it's fucking perfect, man. I, there's nothing wrong with this record. It, it hits all the right points. It's beyond catchy. It's beyond fucking catchy and everything dude. just, I wish we would have seen them when they played the song. Um, if, when they played this album in its entirety, I don't know why we didn't go to this one show. Cause God, it would have been so much fun. And my favorite, I've, I have two bangers off this one, Mantham and that song i mean starting the album out with that song it's it's incredible the snare hits and then it's then it's just, it's fast and it's also another moment where it sounds like it's about to fall apart he, he just sings, that's what he says that's all <laughs> yeah. he fucking says <laughs> never it's so hard to understand or try to figure out what he says he's just it's one of those singers. He sings man. so different on, on how he spent my summer vacation. He never does that again. Yeah, he you're right. He never does those things. You're right. And Mantham, man, that that's just uh the lyrics, <laughs> the whenever they play that song live, it's just it's so fucking cool, man. I love that song. Man, it's <laughs> I, I love this album. I how I spent my summer vacation. It never gets old. Never ever gets old. So that's all I got for the um the bouncing for the rankings. Wait, what? That's what he says. The bouncing souls. Oh, I you bouncing cut souls. out completely. Fucking New Jersey mooches. They only go on tour so they eat other people's food. Don't you know that? <laughs> dumb skit, man. Dumb it skit. is dumb. <laughs> so all stupid. right, so that, that's all. That's all we got for the rankings. Thank you all for listening. Stay tuned for the main episode because we get into hopeless romantic from the bouncing souls. So that's it. That's all. Don't you